My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. We are ready. They is ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Wait Again Minute. Tonight, our special guest is Christy Griffin. Everybody, welcome her to our show tonight. Welcome, welcome Christy. Christy. We're going to talk a little bit about domestic violence. That's going to be our topic. So, Christy, let the world know a little bit about yourself. Uh, hello, everybody. I am Christy Griffin, a.k.a. Lady CMG. I am a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, okay. and I'm from Jericho. Okay. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit about your story, why you're here tonight, Christy, with us. Let the world know, along with us ladies, what you have going on. Um, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not domestic violence. I've been through it, but that's right. not me. Um, right. Through what I went through, I was able to birth Hey Sissy, mm -hmm. which is my nonprofit organization, and okay. that is to empower, educate, and encourage all women that we are. That we are like we we're just we're just great. We're just great. We, we are women that's just great. But tonight we're gonna talk about. Um, Domestic violence. Okay, then tell us what sissy stands for. Um, hey, sissy, is sister, I see you. What you. Hey, sister, I see you coming out of that domestic violence. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, sister, I see your business flourishing. Hey, sister, I just, I see you, girl. Like, right. sister, I see you. Yeah, right. hey, okay. Sissy. Yeah, hey, sissy, I see you. I like you. that. Sister, hey, I see sissy. You. Yes. Okay. Um, I like to commend you for actually coming up here to share your story you've been through. With domestic violence as we all know domestic violence is um physical and verbal abuse um from a significant other um <clears throat> however i feel we should have a part two because um we have men that have that that goes through domestic violence as well so again i like the committee for coming to show you yes. no problem no problem yes. Yes. It, it needs to be heard yes. it needs yes. to be heard um you, you have to be a voice because we've been mm -hmm. silent so long. And that's one thing about domestic violence. It's a secret. You don't want nobody to know that you are in an abusive relationship, that you're being downgraded, that you know, you've been dragged down steps, you've been jumping out of car. You don't want nobody to know that about you and your significant other. You don't, because you paint a, a picture of, oh, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Right. In actuality, you're living a lie. So. Right, okay. And then you know you felt you were in love. Um, you feel embarrassed <laughs> when you talk about them, and then you got to be right back with them. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the bruises, the pain. Yeah. Because verbal um, abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. Right. Because it tears you down. Yeah, and we've right. all been through that. Mm -hmm. we, right. we have all sat in that seat of a person that has been abused one way or another. It's not all about getting punched. Um, words, controlling the money, controlling the card, you know, talking down to you. All of that's abuse. And we've all experienced it one way or another. So Okay, so tell us tell us your story. Um about the reason why you started Hey Sissy and what you have going on. What what happened to you? Tell us your story. Um it's about ten, eleven years ago. Mm -hmm. Um I was having a rough day and my sister's passed away. It's, this year makes 17 years. On the oh. October 24th was 17 years. 
And I was just having a really bad day, and I can just feel her presence to me saying, hey, sister, I see you. Hey, sister, I see you. And it was just like, okay, shake whatever you're going through off, mm -hmm. get yourself together, and get your head back in the game. But I never moved with it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until um, the book came out by um, Sha um, Sha Shamay Edmonds, um, okay. Dear Sis, You Win, mm -hmm. it tore me up because okay. I was like, you know, God, you gave me this vision so many years ago, and I never moved with it. And here she is with this book with sis in it. But mine's is sissy, but still is is sis. It's saying, hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that would actually made me move on. And I still didn't move on it then. I was just, you know, playing. But this year, 2020, during the pandemic, when people think it can't nothing be done, we doing it. Right. right. And so... <clears throat> So okay. you actually went through domestic right. violence. Can you share a little bit about that? Um, how long you was in it? Uh, what did you do? How did you come out of it? Like, what age did it start in? Let's start, like, what age were you when it first, like, started? And was it in more than just, was it in multiple relationships? Or was it just one particular relationship? All right. Um, it started in my 20s. Um, me being abused, it was more than one relationship. It was actually two relationships back to back. Wow. It was like, <laughs> I got out of one set of abuse to go into another. Um, and we have a tendency as women that has been in domestic violence to blame ourselves. And that's, that's mm -hmm. really not the case. You know, it don't matter what you do. I can sleep with, you know, Tom, Dick, Harry, and Sue, but still that don't mean you gonna fight me. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I, that's my personal thing. I was thinking that. I was doing my own thing, like with the second relationship. The first relationship, that was just drugs. Mm -hmm. That was a lot dealing with drugs. When you're okay. dealing with someone who's an addict, you do not know how to go about that. Okay. No, I didn't do drugs. Right. Not right. what he was doing anyhow. Right. But So he would fight you when he wanted to get high or couldn't get high? That is correct. Um, that's so what happened. Was it mainly like... Physical or what did it start verbally? Did he like say bad things to you? Oh no, it started out straight physical. The first time I've ever like it was crazy. It was like the mask came off immediately. Mm -hmm. the The first time I ever seen any form of abuse from him from him was when he laid his hands on me. There was nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, I had a little inkling, mm -hmm. but nothing was out of the ordinary. And I can't assume anything. Right. So. So how long were you with him before he hit you? When he hit you the first time, how long were you with him? And this was this your boyfriend? No, that was my husband? first husband. That was my first. Okay. Husband. So did he? Was he abusive when you were just dating him, or did he wait till y'all got married? No, it it was little telltale signs, you know, before we got married. But once we got married, it was on. What kind of wow. telltale signs? Like maybe a. A gentle push or mm -hmm. let me see your phone something to that control oh, yeah. like he was being a little yeah. controlling yeah so how long were you dating him before he started showing you these signs I don't know because I really don't know the date I married him oh. I don't know how long I was married to him really I'm dead serious. you don't remember you blocked all that out no it's not blocked out I just really cannot remember those dates like oh, I, wow. I don't. I know it was in November. That's all I know. That <laughs> wow. I got married in November. I don't remember. So you don't know like when he first, like when everything really started. You just know it started and it went from there. Yes, that is correct. So it, it started there, and, and the whole time you was with him was all this going on. Yes, yes, and I and I stayed. I don't know how long I stayed, but 
I started doing my own thing and end up getting out of that situation and walk right into it again. So when you say you start doing your own thing, you start dating someone else? That is correct. So did he ever find out? Oh, he knew. He knew you were dating someone else? So did he? No, my, my first husband knew I was dating somebody else, but the guy that I was So your first husband with, never knew no, that you were dating? No. Because if he would have found out, it would probably been even worse, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there has been situations where we were caught up um, like that, where, you know, they have been amongst each other. That's when I was with the boy, but not mm -hmm. with my husband. Oh, so wow. when you say that the boy knew about your husband, do you feel like the abuse came from the boy because... Did you ever tell him like, oh, yeah, about he knew. the abuse from your husband? Yeah, because it was still going... I mean, I, I had entanglement. I had a whole entanglement when I was trying to get out the first abuse. So he knew about it. And he even... Yeah, yeah, and then he told me... He literally told me one time we were fighting, I'm going to treat you the way your ex-husband did. Why he wow. tell you that? Because that's a way of control. That's a form of abuse. And I'm already at a stage of I don't know who I am. So, and I'm oh, sure you couldn't man. have been happy because most people know that they got married. Oh no, I wasn't happy. Didn't nobody. I got married. You know, I wasn't supposed to get married anyways. I ain't tell nobody until I was married. All <laughs> oh, right. Nobody knew. Wow. Right. Nobody knew. My mom was like, "What? Mm -hmm. Yeah." So. So, so did, did you? Go ahead. Did you ever fight back? Oh yes. But my, my, my first husband fighting him back, like, no, there was no way. I mean, I threw in blows, but that didn't touch him. That, that didn't even make him blink. But the entanglement, yeah, we fought back. Yeah, I, I fought there. But it was sometimes I was just too weak to fight. After fighting so much, you don't want to fight no more. Right. You call the police a lot? Nah. So when, so when you was with your husband and you was in the entanglement situation, mm -hmm. Were there days when you was fighting at home and then go with the boyfriend and fight him too? No. You was fighting twice? No, no, never. Okay. Because the entanglement situation more so is like, I'm here to comfort you. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. all along, you building your MO to hit me with later. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, so he pretty much that. started after you finally right, left? Right, right. Once I finally said, that's done, it. Done, then he started. How long did relationship last? That lasted for, I want to say, years. Wow. That lasted. That was the last for years. And so do you think that relationship, as far as the abuse, was worse than your ex-husband? Yes, because it was more than just physical. Was, oh, it wow. Was mm -hmm. Although you were getting abused physically, did it hurt you more mentally? Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Still... When I married my husband now, Richard Griffin, hey, boo, I know you watching. <laughs> when I married him, it was hard. I put up blocks. Not only did I put up blocks my children that is not my husband now, my ex-husband, or the entanglement. So, you know, I haven't always been saved. Mm -hmm. I, I say that a lot. I haven't. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you, you know, what I did because somebody else right now is living it. I'm your guide. A lot of that you don't want to do. So That's right. Okay, right. if you can think back to the first time you were ever mentally, physically, or however abused, what was your response or your reaction the first time the abuse ever happened to you? You accept it because you, that's what you're taught mm -hmm. in, in so many words. Not saying this is anything my mother and my father taught me, no, just you saying if I can think back, and I can think back, you know, you just accept it. This is what it is. 
Because you don't want to tell nobody because you don't think nobody can believe you. Mm-hmm. And so, then if you tell somebody, they're blaming you. They're judging. Yeah, so you keep it. You accept it. This, this is who I am. You open up to your mom? No. So no one saw you with the um, bruises? Oh, yeah, or? most definitely. So people you, saw you with it, but nobody never questioned it? Or? No, you lie. Mm-hmm. You lie. Oh. You make an excuse because nobody... My daddy I'm always. Your dad. I'm your dad. I know he. No. He, you definitely didn't tell him. No, I didn't tell my daddy. Oh I did not tell my God. daddy anything. Um, my daddy found a lot of stuff out on not on this past Saturday. Just talking to him. No, by my um, hey sissy, walk of resilience. I let it all. Oh yeah, that was out good the bag. too. Not just all out the bag, but I told a lot of things that people did not yeah. know. Yeah, and like by me telling it, I don't even. I don't even care that you know, because I say if I tell if I tell you something, it's because I don't care if you repeat it. Yes, that's me. That's why I don't tell everybody my personal stuff. So right. if I tell you like right now I'm in front of the world telling the world, mm. I don't care if you know because somebody need to know they can get out of this. Right. And right. alive, everybody right. don't make it. Right. So did you get like counseling? No. Well, yes and no. Um, I received counseling later down the line, but it was more so for my son. Okay. I had to take a little bit of counsel, but I didn't take it serious mm-hmm. because you don't need to know what happened. My dad always said, that's why I was saying, everybody's business ain't nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his, the things he said, I won't say folktales because not folktales, but like parables, a lot of parables he say, mm-hmm. I teach it to my children. Mm-hmm. Right. That being one of them. Everybody's business ain't nobody's business and what happens in our house, stay in our house. So you was telling your kids during the time when you was going through the um abuse. Oh yes, most definitely. They knew they better not tell a soul. So when y'all were fighting, when you and the ex or you and the um entanglement. boyfriend mm-hmm. entanglement was fighting. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> what what were your kids doing during that time? Were they um, in the room? Did they try to break it up? Oh yes. Especially my baby boy. Especially my baby boy. My oldest son, he was kind of Timid, but that's just my oldest son demeanor. But my baby boy, Ike, mm-hmm. that's, that's my ride it out. He always tried to fight for me and with me. Um, through it all, they saw it all, and they are affected due to mm-hmm. it. But we we are getting it together. We are getting it together, especially oh, okay. through prayer. But besides you accepting it and said so you just put up with it. Did you see this in your home or a family, other family members' home? Or, you know, what, growing up, had, did you see these things that allowed you to put up with it? I'm good, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I just accepted it. Gotcha. I just accepted it for what it was. Okay. Okay. And that's okay. just, you know, that's gotcha. just me. We, you, you take what you're given mm-hmm. and you stay there. And when you take those roadblocks with your husband you with now, mm. did you find yourself regularly abusing him because of not knowing how to be treated correctly? You know how we can be. Right. You know how you be like, this is all I ever wanted. This got me too good to be true. So let me let me talk let me talk shit now. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. And if I do it, it's not gonna be in front of nobody. Nobody's gonna know that I have just unless I want you to know. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna know that I just ate Richard up. Nobody's gonna know that unless I'm saying, I tell like it's for y'all dating and. Him being good to you, like you know, what I'm saying, did you use verbal language towards mm-hmm. him, or because it was blockage? I know you say you had blockage. Mm-hmm. I was asking, like, what did you mean by that? Oh no, I didn't, because you know, me and Richard, the very first date, he told me bring my wallet. <laughs> he must have know he was dealing with, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got my wallet for me and you. See okay. that? It made me strong. Okay. It made me strong, and I, 
I don't come off as a harsh person because I don't want nobody to think that it's me. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with some hard situation and I wouldn't want nobody to reciprocate what I went through. Mm-hmm. You don't need to receive that. You don't got to go through that. Right. Okay. What are some excuses they would give for them abusing you? Drugs was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> if you cheating and I caught you, you want to fight, let's fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you want drugs and I don't have the money to give it to you. Okay. So oh. we're we going to go to Walmart and steal car seats and sell them back to Walmart to get money to do it. That, you know, that's the type of stuff I did. Steal pain pills, take them to Portsmouth and get money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't do it. I was just yeah. in the vicinity yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you was with him while he was doing Almost definitely. I'm that criminal that. stuff so yeah. he can get drugs. Yeah. I was that ride of that wife and I still am. But if you didn't, but if you didn't do that, he would take it out on you and fight you if you said no? I'm not for certain because I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. So you were being abused even being that route of that. Yeah. Because and some you were yeah. right. Because some yeah. guys that with, with with someone that's on drugs, you know, they don't have the mindset that oh yeah, they don't take the time to fix like mm-hmm. just to realize like they're sick. Yeah, yeah. this is mm-hmm. they're sick. this is my route of that. Like yeah, with me through it all. Like mm-hmm. and you still you still verbally and physically abusing me. But he's sick, so he's not realizing she rather with me. Yeah. Right, so right. So you didn't yeah. call the police not one time, not as you can recall. No, 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 not. Let me let me recant my statement. Then I didn't call the police all the time. Mm-hmm. I have called the police mm-hmm. because yeah. y'all need to come out here fast. Because I don't know if I'm gonna make it, he gonna make it, oh, okay. the chair gonna make it. I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, it's been those times, but. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. It's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing. So, so did the police? How did the police response respond to the incident? I know you, they said you lived with a person over third. Was it your house or was it your house or was it? It really don't. Back then, it didn't matter as much as it matters now. Okay. Now they will arrest some. They got to take somebody. Down. Right. Back they then, do. no. They weren't doing it. Mm-mm. So what is the reason that you didn't want anyone to know what you was going through? Because I had the perfect image to me. Mm -hmm. I was happy. Uh We was living. My children was good. I was good. So, you so nobody yeah. knew anything so about thought, right. right? Yeah, right. I mean, I had so people. nobody knew about the drugs or you know what he the criminal activity that you had to ride with him to do. So he no, didn't nobody, get the drugs. nobody knew about nothing. Not the criminal activity, but people knew he was on drugs. Even sometimes okay. my mamas know stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, my mama was the one that was like, uh-uh. Something's Something not right. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right. Do you think the abuse affected your kids any in any type of way? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Right now, like I said, my middle son. My middle son is locked up. Um, because it damaged him. Because um, he, he has anger issues, like, real bad. Oh. But, if you, but if you meet Ike, you would not think that. Ike is like... He's a buttercup. Like oh. I call him all the time, my little tootsie pop, because he's so mm-hmm. hard on the outside, but he's so soft and gooey on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been to a many uh, therapy sessions, sessions in and out of you know um, different group homes, mental institutions. I mean, okay. this yeah, this has been my life. Like I have to be strong. Okay. I have no room to break. I have no room to break because 
he has to be not only him, but my oldest son who's in Chawan and my daughter who's in you know, high school. Gotcha. They have to be something. So if they see mama break, they're going to ultimately break. So yes, yeah. it affected him. And now my son, he's locked up. And I'm not talking about, you know, he was in detention, but now he's in Western Tidewater. Wow. Really? How old is he? He just turned 17. Wow. Okay, that's the, that's your son that plays um, drums, right? He No, he actually upgraded girl. My baby on the keyboard. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say, on the keyboard. Yes, he's on the keyboard, yes. Okay. Yeah, because he taught yes. himself, right? Yes, Did he, he teach himself? I remember when With he the help did of John, um, Jonathan Mann's help and mm-hmm. Steve-O. Mm-hmm. Stephen Brown, they helped him. But pretty much, you know, I'd be glad when he come home and just, the first thing I want him to do is sit there and keep wanting, I don't care, he can play me Humpty Dumpty. I just want to hear him play me something. I don't right. care what it is. Right. So he's just having a hard time dealing with the past on what happened and what he saw you go through. So yes. he has that buildup in him. Yes. That he just, is it that he, is he fighting people too? No, he's not not anymore. Now that he's getting older, fighting is not it. He just got caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time this time. But, you know, he he's so soft, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I say soft, like, when you see him, you want to give him a hug. Yeah. But don't push him mm-hmm. because he turned into a beast that you don't want to reckon mm-hmm. with. And that's on anybody. He just, he loses it. So now that they see how you live in, you know, your life with your new husband and how, you know, everything is going, have they ever been, like, real standoffish with him? Like Yes, standoffish. It's, it's been turmoil, but, you know, with prayer, we making it. With prayer, we making it. Right. So how, through, oh, sorry. Go ahead. How long were you with Richard before you told him your story, and what was his response? Um, bits and pieces, and I'm gonna tell you what Richard told me, and I appreciate him for this. He told me, "Stop telling me your story and put it out there." Okay. That's what he, and you know, at first I used to get upset. I was like, "I'm trying to tell you everything I went through," and he was like, "How long did it take you before you actually opened up to him when dating him?" Um, I don't think it was that long. Cause me and Richard was only together. I want to say seven, seven or eight months before we got married. So mm-hmm. it was fast. And the stories he was hearing, he was just like, look, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Put it out there. Put it out there. It helps when you actually talk about it. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it helps you to speak about it, and then you help someone else out there. Yeah. But while going through all this, all of this, um, I know, I know Christy, y'all, childhood friend, and I know she sings. Was there any songs on your heart that got you through all this stuff? That you like the same for us. <laughs> <laughs> she threw that on out there. <laughs> yeah, she threw it on out there. Th- um, <laughs> is it certain sayings that get you through? Because I know when I be going through, I, I, you know, it's easier to sometimes the negative pop in your head. And now I find myself, I'm talking about like, no, thank positive. And then I always whisper, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. That's just me when mm-hmm. I go through this. And, I, and it helps me. Yeah. So was it different? Sayings you would do, or certain songs, or do you got a special rock? No, mm-hmm. well, my, my thing is, I enjoy God's creation, earth. I go sit outside, mm-hmm. and I look at the birds, and I think, you know, he said he'll feel the foul of the air. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to worry about what I'm going to eat tomorrow? And who even said I'm going to be here tomorrow? You know, so mm-hmm. a lot of people get afraid of the Bible, but there's so many different versions of the Bible, you know. You can take and break it all the way down to the message Bible. The message Bible feeds me, you know, like like a newborn on that baby bottle. It breaks it down. So, you know, 
that's how it comes to me. So I love to sit outside. I love to feed me and my daughter. Feed the birds. Mm-hmm. And, and I just... Make the nature part of it. Gets mm-hmm. you through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of sayings. I write. I walk. Mm-hmm. I do sing. I don't have no song right off the top of my head, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could get one. So okay. those things help you, was helping yeah. you get through your yes. hard time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. When did you finally say enough is enough and what gave you the courage to share your story? When I had to move out of projects into our own into my own house paying real bills. Not no three and four hundred dollars. I'm talking about nine seventy five by myself with a car note, car insurance, lights, water. You know, the projects is just that it ain't even just a project, it's a trap. Right. Because you get used to, you know, right. yeah, you get, yeah, yeah, because you know, right now I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. I can go sit right at the projects, and I don't have to, you know, right. pay. That's a trap. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with it, especially if right. you have a vision. Right. 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 Do you regret staying so long in those relationships? No, I don't rec- regret regret staying that long because it made me who I am. I wouldn't be the Christa I am today if I didn't go through everything I went through. So you just feel like you want to call the quits um, through all of it? Oh, yeah, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was a lot of times I sat and just wanted to say, you know what, Lord, I'm, I'm ready to see you. Because it, it, it got to be better than this. Right. Wow. It, it got right. to be better. You wow. you can't tell me this I was... serious. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't tell me you put me here to go through this, Lord. Like, why... Are you leaving me? And it was during that time. I'm sure your children was part of your strength. Oh, they were my, they mm-hmm. were my all in all because what I look like leaving them. Right. So, so were you ever, go ahead. Were you ever hospitalized? That's no, what I was never. about to ask. Oh, I was, was? Yes. <laughs> never hospitalized. Um, covered up? Definitely. What, what you mean covered up? Like, like glasses, long sleeves, shirts. You know, abuse is never, abuse is really never to the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's never they to try, the face. They try to hide if you get to the face, you better end it then. Because you hit me in my face and you want me to go out like this, mm-hmm. you would kill me. Seriously, right. you, if you would punch me in my face and expect me to go out looking like, and I did. That's how I really end up ending my, my marriage. Mm-hmm. My boss told me, he said, you cannot work in my store looking like that. Oh, wow. Like what? Explain. Um, my eye, my nose. Oh, okay. So he was like, if you don't go downtown, I'm going to go downtown. And when I went to the mirror, I was like, yeah. So was your children, do, can you remember the age? Yeah, Ike had to have been two. Zay was four. Oh, really like they when, really they, when it first started out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they... We went through years of it, so of course they was a little bit older, and yeah. So did wow. you ever have like broken bones and all no. that? No broken arm, none of that. No, it no. was just a lot of just bruises. Yeah, and aches and pains mm-hmm. and bald headedness. So I feel okay. Okay, so great mathematic. Like I actually was um, reading these questions. How will your response be if your boys become abusive or the girl? got in an abusive relationship the same or worse. Uh, how will your response be if one of your kids was in an abusive relationship? I tell my sons, and I mean it's from the bottom of my heart, if you ever hit a woman, I fight you. I mean, somebody might look at this 
different than I do. I tell my sons you don't hit a woman unless she spit on you, shoots you, or stab you. If she do any of them three, it's fair you, game. Yeah, it's fair game. Now, if she hits you or punch you, that walk away from that. But if she shoots you and you live, she stab you and you live, or she spit on you, or she being disrespectful. My daughter really don't know too much about the abuse because my daughter did not live with me when, okay. you know, when my daughter was six months or late, it got broke. Okay. So I sent her to live with my aunt and my cousin till she was three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my boys at that age are five and seven because my children are step yeah, steps. Who broke her leg, Christy? Don't know. So Don't did know. he ever abuse? Did um your ex husband or your entanglement ever abuse or do anything to your kids? No. They no. never do anything to your kids. No. But you said something about let me tell somebody you broke me, your daughter's leg, but you, you don't know who did it. I'm gonna tell you this. My children did. Let me stop lying and be real. My children experienced it, but they knew not to tell nobody. What you mean they experienced it? They experienced he, abuse. He hit them too? Yeah, there was yeah, there was abuse. There was abuse. Yeah, there was. So he was fighting um No, not he won't fight in the children. Just hitting them. Excessive Excessive Feeding. Um, yeah. Yeah, excessive. Oh yeah. Excessive, um, so Oh wow. You know mm. I have experienced uh, verbal abuse um growing up um in the home and physical. And um I will share that at some point kids get tired of that. And I remember my oldest sister pulling me up by the by my shoulder, put lift me up. And she said, We going in, we gonna fight him. And cause we got tired of him doing that. And my youngest sister was probably six or seven, but she was told, You bite, you bite him. And and and, and we went in that bedroom, baby, and we wore his ass out. Yeah. And <laughs> we got it in. Mm-hmm. And from that day to this one, he ain't do it no more. Wait that girl. Wait again, man. <laughs> we and my oldest sister, you know my oldest sister yeah. would be and, and know how to fight. Yeah. And she's someone beat you up if you don't help me. And all it took was for my oldest sister to lead away. And when she was rocking, I was rolling, baby. That's right. And I said to say this, and what I seen my mama go through, you know, what my mama fight. But it's, it was when my, it was when he would come there drunk. And stuff. Don't nobody got time for that, you know. And that just one particular day, we beat him up, and he left there with clothes hanging off, face was messed up, and he didn't do it no more. And you know, parents got a thing saying, "What goes on in my house stay in my house." And we was trained, we don't tear nothing. But you know, I was the middle child, and when I would see my grandma, mama, and I said, "Mama, Adam, guess what?" <laughs> you told. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the one, because like I said, my sister was younger than me. She didn't say nothing. And my older sister, you know, she didn't say nothing. But me, I used to tell it. So I kind of surprised your kids and tell their grandmas. Like, baby, every time I see my grandma, my face little. I got something to tell you, Mama Adam. And, you know, my mama had that look from the corner. And I said, she said, tell me, baby. And I tell it. I would tell it. Okay, so speaking of that, as a mother, what things do you say to your daughter about looking out for signs of an abuser? She know. And the crazy, um, the signs is 
talking crazy to you like oh you need to take that off your shirt too tight or yeah mm-hmm. just anything that's dealing with controlling but she got two older brothers that's choosing gonna go hard friends. yeah all that stuff all that stuff choosing your friends mm-hmm. um what you buying with your check you know mm-hmm. just anything of that that magnitude but she has two older brothers yes, you probably would be able to identify won't you oh yeah definitely but you know us mamas can definitely i i see you right and i, I wouldn't let i wouldn't let it go that far her brothers mm-hmm. my husband She's not gonna let it go that far because she she swears up and down she a thug. I don't. Right. <laughs> she probably the one abusing y'all sons. Watch out for Christy. Go. <laughs> Ooh, now speaking of that, um, this is a gentleman. I've been abused by women mentally and physically. I'm not proud that I got a domestic violence on my record, even though the woman hit me first. Where is the men's outlet for a woman that puts their hands on a man? You better tell. Because my husband tell me all the time, if I hit him, he's sending me to jail. So if a woman is out here hitting you the same way we pick up the phone and call the police, you pick up the phone and call the police. Right. You men pick up the phone right. and call the police or you're not going to hit me, not near another time. Mm-hmm. Have any of y'all experienced domestic violence? No, mm-hmm. I haven't. I didn't experience it since a child on up. Really? Mm-hmm. And, when and I, I think that's why I'm so mean. Like, remember this chips I think I mean because of what I said Because it damaged you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you put that. When I asked about oh, the child, like, was, was the child affected? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you, you become, yeah. you put this tough shell. Mm-hmm. Like, can't nobody tell you nothing. I don't care what, this this is how it is. Like, And, you know, I experienced it once, and I can say from that day to this one, he ain't do it no more. Cause I was in a long relationship and I didn't deal with that with my children's father. But when I got with somebody else, you know, it stung me. Yeah. Because he slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> shit on the IC. Did you see the Looney Tunes stars too? He slapped me to where the little the little birds were yes. flying around my head, thank baby. You. Thank you. You saw it for real. I, I swear. That's it. He slapped me. Yes, you do. He slapped me so hard that what it you stung do? me. The Looney Tunes where stars. I, I, I had changed my law. And I had, I went not let him in, and he broke the patio. So when he got in, um, he was going off with him, and he slapped me so hard. My ear was ringing, and I just blinked. Like, I had blinked, and I was looking at him. But when I tell you, my sister jumped off that sofa, and my daughter skipped about four or five stairs, my oldest daughter. And, you know, I was... I, I did say, well, don't say nothing to the bad. Don't say nothing to your daddy, because I don't need them. I don't need to go right. But we whooped his ass. And you know what? You <laughs> I stopped. know that's right. You stopped. Did you hear me? We stopped. And, and I'm talking about because I stopped it. And I think I was, I think I went in because I seen it growing up in my house. And I was right. going for it. And then, two, you ain't had no reason to slap me because I caught you doing something wrong and changed my law or whatever. And when he popped that back door and came in and stopped my dad, like I said, my daughter and my sister tore him up. And then, baby, I went, we woke his ass out like a, like a, Girl, we two his head up. We sent him out. He was hard as he wanted to get his female cousins. I said, Go get her. We're going to whoop her ass like we did you. And I ain't had anybody else hit me. But I think that's why I don't take that. Because I love hard. I'm old school, old yeah. fashioned. Don't nobody deserve that. Right, don't, right. It don't. Nobody. And what you did was you gained control over the situation. Right. Like yeah, most of us don't. We stay. Mm-hmm. We stay. Yeah. And, <clears throat> excuse me. Do you feel what you have been through has a purpose? 
Oh, definitely. Hey, sis, it was birth. Hey, yeah. sister, I see you. Because, sister, I came out of something. Like, realistically, when I sit and look at my story, I write my story and I tell my story. But, like, man, this was on Lifetime like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't believe the things I went through. Can I know some of it? Right. That's what I was going to say. You to get, I want you to give us a little bit. bit. I want to know what you wrote. I, 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 I want to hear yeah, because I know me something you went through. Right, because I know you shared some Saturday, which yeah, it was awesome though, Christy. I was, I was like, Lord, I'm sitting here crying, and she want us to go walk. <laughs> I'm sitting up here. I was like, Oh my goodness! You're but sure um, yeah, just share some of the things that you shared at your seminar on Saturday. Um, I have had to jump out of cars, moving cars. My son has been. Hanging while a car is moving, trying to jump out. I had all of my hair pulled from my root two summers in a row. And I'm not talking about like a little bit. I'm talking about straight from the root, all of it. One of them, I was in a fight with somebody. The other one was the entanglement situation pulled all the way. Would you have braids? Yeah, I had braids in my hair when it got okay. pulled from the root. I'm talking about every stitch in my head, like ball. Had to walk around ball. Just having to fight, being scared for your life. Um you used to walk around your ball, children. Did you? No, I ain't walk around ball. My girl hit me up with <laughs> that 27 piece. I know your mom was like, what's wrong? No, I right. had a 27 oh. piece. I had a 27 piece. Okay. Um, just being, you know, the threats really what got me. Because I had nobody sit and tell me they're going to kill me. They're going to kill my children. they kill my mom. kill my daddy. And what? you see how a person flips out, like, toss over stuff, hit you, punch walls, um, yell, stand over top of you. This... It was, I, I don't wish this on anybody. I wouldn't dare wish it on anybody. Now, I'm not going to ask you to give a name, but this person is asking, in your heart, who do you feel broke the kids? Like, my thing, I'm going to switch it and say, do you have an idea of who you think? I won't assume, so I won't say nothing. Okay. And I, I wrote what? that Saturday. I, I can't assume, but I tell you what, I wouldn't put my, my daughter in a position. She a baby. She can't talk. People need to understand that when you have your children around these young men, your baby cannot tell you what is wrong with you. Your baby crying, you know, you thinking the baby want a bottle all along, the baby foot broke or the toe broke or, you know, mm-hmm. the extreme situations, a man has stuck his finger, you know where, on the baby. So this baby crying, you thinking the baby want a bottle and something is really going on with that baby. Why would I leave her in a situation that I know at this point is leading up to abuse? Why would I leave my child there who can't talk and tell me nothing? So you weren't there with her when her um whatever happened to her, her leg, you weren't there? Yeah, I was at home. I was at home, but I don't know how long it had been broke before I realized something was wrong with my baby leg. At any point, was she left with either one of the men? Oh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay, so how did you handle the spanking of the kids from the men uh, when they wasn't their own father. How did I handle it? Or how did you feel about it? I mean, I was upset. Who wouldn't be upset you see somebody excessively spanking your child and you want to say something, but you can't say something because next, it, it, regardless of what, nine times out of ten, it's going to come to you. If this child's going to spank it, it's because something has led up to that. You know, you left the juice out, you know. It, it could be anything, whatever the spanking is for. It's going to come to you next. So you never stepped in. Even, no. Even though you know that you felt he was doing excessive spanking, you didn't step in. Never. 
And, and, and to be honest with you, Sessa Spanker was never done around me. My boys, I did have to leave with my ex-husband. I did have to, because I had to work. I had to work. Even though, you know, you're supposed to be a drug dealer, I still had to work. Oh, so, so he was a drug dealer and girl, a drug user. He was just a user. Selling money. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Mm, that was so. Scary. so yeah, it, did. it did scare me. It scared me a lot, but I accepted it. Y'all don't understand. I accepted it. And I just want people to know you don't have to accept that. Your mm-hmm. child is it. Right. So, with that being said, what do you say to someone you know that is going through it but don't want to leave? Baby, I can help you. We can take this one step at a time because you you don't want to leave because you are in fear. Because the first thing a man going to do, he going to threaten to kill everybody down your your lineage. Right. From the head to the toe, everybody about to die, per what he said. Mm-hmm. Everybody is about to die. So you scared that, oh, my God. Right. okay. Especially if you've never been in a situation where you've been threatened like that, mm-hmm. it'll throw you off. Like, oh, God, you about to kill everybody in the family? So, therefore, mm-hmm. when he did threaten you, you basically just dealt with it you didn't really say much back to him you just took his word yeah i took i took him at his word did you just say something um yeah i got him stuck i'm sorry it's okay i'm all all messed up i don't know (laughs) in my head um so did you ever um did you ever feel like you you deserve to be hit by me like did you ever like I know you say you blame your you, you we gotta have it of blame myself. I know I know that feeling, but did you ever feel like you deserve that hit? And that's what I'm about to tell you. Yes. Because you accept it. Um you met with me because I'm not giving you this hundred dollars. I gave you sixty dollars. Oh man, I wish I could have gave you that hundred dollars. Mm. Dang, I, if I would have just gave you forty more dollars. Dad, that was my fault. I, I, you hear that? I took on it. I took on that ownership. Oh, wow. If I could have gave you $40 more, you mm. wouldn't have had a reason to hit me. Mm. Oh, but you wow. beat me after I gave you something. I gave you what I had. I gave you what I had, and I also... But it was I'm, never enough. Right, and I'm sure you always had to carry the relationship with Oh, me. yes. Mm-hmm. So you had to make sure that the bills were paid. Yes, it's, it's like you never call a break. You were always tired. You was always being beaten. You never really even got rest. Right. Like you, right, but... You close your eyes. You was halfway scared to keep them closed because you had to protect yourself and your children. Yes, and I protected them. Mm. Can't nobody say that. I protected them. I got my, my daughter out of harm's way, right. and my oldest son used to go with his dad a whole lot, but my baby boy, me and him, when I say we wrote this thing out... We wrote this thing out. That's why I'm like, oh, he your heart. He your heart. No. People just don't understand what me and him went through. In that house. Yeah, and that the same demon I faced, right. he faced it. He had to face it. So he saw when he was flipping out and when he was coming out. Oh, most the house definitely. High and most you definitely. Bruised up in, in pain, yeah. Yeah. Did anyone warn you about him and you just didn't believe them? I want to say yes and no. Nobody came out and said, oh, yeah, he crazy. That nigga crazy. Ain't nobody come out and say that. But, like, the guys in the hood, they were like, oh, you mess with him? Oh. You see the, 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 the body language, yeah. the facial Yeah. And it, 
it wasn't like a lot of people knew him. I don't know why, but it wasn't like a lot of people knew him. Wow. Okay. How do you feel about a person continually provoking the the opposite, but then get mad when they fight back? So, like, if you were in a relationship and the woman is continually wanting to punch him, fight him, hit him, and he don't do nothing for days, but then that next time he's like, look, I'm going to choke you, and I'm now I'm in trouble because I, I put my hands on you, but you've been provoking me for the longest. If you ever feel that you are in a situation that you are provoked, you need to leave. That's man, woman, child, cat, dog, if they could understand what we were saying. If you feel like you're going to be provoked, you need to leave. There's no way possible you need to stay there and fight. You, you don't need to fight because you're building a cycle. Especially if your children are around, you're building, building right. a cycle. But I've been drumming in my children, and I'm going to keep drumming it in my children, that we... We don't do that. We don't fight. Right. We don't. We don't fight. We, I don't care what. We don't fight. Right. Okay. So have your son, have your middle son, ever told you or expressed his feelings about what happened, or you know how he felt about? It? Has he ever expressed any of that to you, or maybe even to his therapist? You said that he went to a therapist, right? Yes, I went to a therapist. I went for a little bit, but this is Ike. You got to break him. It ain't. I've only met one therapist that was able to even put a crack in the shell. Really? He so still he has the tough. code of secrecy. He doesn't tell me everything, but we can sit in front of each other and I can feel him and he can feel me. We, we understand what's going on. We've never, we've never had a breakthrough moment. Really? We've never had a breakthrough moment, but so, I understand how he feels. He understands how I feel. But we've never had that breakthrough moment like... For real, like that kumbaya, you sit and cry and hug. No, we didn't do that. Um, so do you think if he had that breakthrough moment, maybe that would kind of like ease or stop some of the things that he's going through right now as far as like with his anger, with his emotions? Because right now it seems like what you're saying is like he can't really control his emotions because he haven't let out that hurt so he can have more control. So it's like he's still stuck in that situation. He's dealing with that situation. And, yes, and that is true because his mentality is stuck at the abuse. But right. his age is, you know, right. 17. Right. Um, if he has that breakthrough moment, whenever he has that breakthrough moment, mama going to be there. And I'm going to love him and accept him regardless. So I don't care what my son mm -hmm. do. Right, right, Mark, and different. Right. Um, I'm there. Mm -hmm. That's not just for Ike. That's for Nilly and Xavier. Right. Like, for all my children. I, I don't care what. Mama's right. going to be there. I don't mean to put them out of the spot, but, Paint, I need you to expound. What, what, you, what you got going on, baby girl? I was going to the same thing. Like, what's I going on? I need you to speak on it, because that's what we on this podcast. It's just about helping someone else. Please share what, what you got going on, baby. She feels it. She feels it. And like I said, yeah, things are secret. Speak on what, what's the, what's, why so emotional. First of all, it's emotional subject. Hmm. But like I said, hmm. When I was younger, it's always seen my mama getting beat. Right. Same thing with the cars and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did see something like that before? Yeah. Same thing with what? Hopping out of cars and stuff. Oh. You were fighting. So it's like a familiar subject. Yeah. 
My mama can win no fight back. She will fight back. Sometimes, you know, she, she we be too weak. We be too weak to fight. And, and, and I remember this year fight back. But once situation she got in, one, one day she just, I just remember. She just, she just snapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was on, it was on somebody that really wasn't gonna hear that. Oh. But I think he thought he was. I think sometimes when I'm going through stuff in like my previous relationships or even now, when I get angry, all I can think about is just going off. Going just off. fight. Because that's what I seen. So, like I was saying earlier, like I would just talk, always pick my back again so I'll just go off when you feel like, you know, you're in a situation that it's a man, so a man is always strong. Always been strong, right? Right. And then my kids, like she said, my kids. I feel like all my kids have seen me go through something with their fathers, and then um, I think that it it affects them. It do, and like she was saying, Ike is hurt. Like, dude is my man. Like he right. just he's so strong though. He's tough, but in, in the inside, he is just soft as what you call me. Just, wow. It's almost like he, the dude was like, of course, Marvin, um, that's my first son. So he was always, my mama, she was coming over him. So she just took him away from me at a young age, not because mm-hmm. nothing was going on. Right. But Marcus was the first child that I really had to bring up in my home. So it's like he always just got to with Flash, everything that went on right. with me and his father. And then when I got with Pooh, he was just like in the midst of that too. So it was like he's always seen that. And he's always seen me protecting myself. He's always seen me go crazy. He's, all, he's right. always seen me being real protective over him. It's just he just, he, he didn't feel it at all. So I just prayed that he just, oh no. Now, this question was originally for Christy, but Pint, I want you to expound on it as well. Do you think Ike wrote with you and didn't leave because he was scared to leave you, Christy, and the same with Duke? Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, because for real, you, you, you don't know if you're going to wake up and see the rising sun. You don't. And... He he was scared for me, but he he always felt like he has to protect me, even still to this day. And he know how Richard is, and Richard know how he is. But I still feel like he have to protect me, regardless of what. He feels like he he would lay his life on the line for me, and you know he shouldn't feel that way. But I give him the same feeling, son. I lay my life on the line for you, so. Yeah. You think we'll get your kids counseling? I'm going to have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely have to. Now, Pike, do you think Duke stood beside you because he was scared or, mm-hmm. you know, to leave you, not knowing what would happen? Yeah. 
I mean, in previously, now, like, of course not. And, like, now, like, if I, like, go off or something, he see, you know, me and my relationship that I'm in. Now, like, if you see me go off, it's more so he stay to protect him because he, he's just not going <laughs> <laughs> so wow. to protect him. So he'll try to stay around and protect baby versus me <laughs> But, yeah, before, like, you know, with his father or with your, if he didn't see me, them hit me back or us fighting and tussling and this and the third like yeah he 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 stick he stick around cause he went he he stood up and really have tried to fight fight mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. okay so how Christy how do you think we can change the narrative as far as like um with women and men that's getting abused not saying anything and then they're saying to the kids in the household don't you say anything keep it in the house when actually I'm thinking like maybe the kids should tell like Rock said that she told her grandma so tell somebody so although you might not have the strength that person might not have the strength to tell or let people know if a kid tell grandma or pop-pop or auntie that person can kind of like step in and kind of like help or get help to pull you out of the situation well not necessarily as far as the help because mm-hmm. be realistic when and this is a thing people don't like to admit but okay. you tell one person they can tell another person and by the time it get to the fifth person the story is not the same that's no, true. Yeah, yeah, nobody true. nobody is helping you everybody is talking, talking about, about it but nobody's helping it helping you but what you need to do is what she just said she did Mm. She stopped it. That was a one and done. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't one, okay, baby, I'm going to make it all right. I ain't going to never do that again. Then mm-hmm. a month or two months or a year later, it happens again. No, it, it's no again. That was a one and done. done. Right. You, you don't give anybody, you know, the leeway to keep doing that to you. Because if you, if you allow it more than once, it's a free part. Mm-hmm. It's free game. Let's play ball. Right. So have you ever thought back and said, dang, I wish I would have really hit them with something or hit back or did something to make it stop that one time or that second time? No. You never thought? No. No. Okay. And, I, you know, I used to regret. Mm-hmm. That's a hard and harsh word, but I used to regret my right. life. But I had to look in the mirror and realize, hey, your life is what made you. Exactly. So I know it. All women, well, I ain't gonna say all women, but some women and some men will say, Oh, I'll never go through that. I'll never go through that. But don't say what you'll never go through exactly. because we're a fool for love. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to always tell me, Coming up, love is a word that rises in your mouth and busts in your ass. She used to tell me that all mm-hmm. the time. And I never understood it till I understood it. Mm-hmm. We put up with some things that, you know, we shouldn't put up with. And that's true. I think that goes for mm-hmm. everyone. Now, they say this is a tough question, but Christy, me knowing you growing up with you, I know you're a Christian at this moment. Did you ever forgive him? I mean, not said like she that. She said at this moment. You don't want to say, you won't say, you know, always. I'm going on you. Now, um, okay, I'm sorry. Did one, you okay. did you ever forgive them or him? Just either one. Yes. Yes, and I didn't forgive him for 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 them. I forgave him for me. Right, right. That's, that's right. That's for. what you got to do. And that's the the realistic part about it. I couldn't let hate harvest in my heart mm-hmm. for what I allowed you to put me through. Mm-hmm. I allowed this. It won't like I couldn't have went anywhere. I couldn't escape because I I could have. Mm-hmm. 
But that's what I chose. I don't know what I thought. Maybe I thought I was getting a grand prize or something. And I and actually I am. Mm-hmm. Because I got Hey Sissy mm-hmm. right now. That was birthed so out of that. Hey Sissy. Actually, we just did our very first event. Mm-hmm. It was a seminar in a walk. In a walk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I appreciate each and every person that spoke, each and every person that came, each and every person that donated towards Hey Sissy because what what everyone needs to know is we are building our community. Mm-hmm. We we really are. We want women to understand that you are more than what you think you wow. are. So does Hey Sister have right. any upcoming events you'd like to announce? Um, in February, I'm going all the way to February. I want to do um, something called Heart to Heart. I don't have all the details on okay. that. Okay. But I know I want to do a Heart to Heart. Okay. And um, in March, I want to do something for Breonna Taylor. I really don't know exactly what I want to do, but... I really don't have the details, but my board is like that. I'm telling you, my board is like that. Okay. So we just have to share the website for um, Hey Sister because we at the end, so we're about to wrap it up. Anything you like to um, share with them, like how to locate Hey Sissy? Everything is on Facebook, Hey Sissy. Um, I think it's Hey Sissy 2020, the Hey Sissy, and Instagram, Hey Sissy. Okay. Um, my husband put me on the game. He said, you know, in a little while, websites are going to be obsolete. Wow. We, we're only going to be doing the Facebook, Instagram, or whatever new platform there is. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm trying to trying to stay with the wave. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay, so Christy, what advice, before we wrap it up, what advice do you give um, Way to Get a Minute podcast? Like, what advice do you give us to keep, you know, keep us up and floating on? Wait again a minute, just, you know what, you got to wait again a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to wait again a minute because it's coming. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing regardless of what. You got to push through all of the pain. You got to push through all of the hurt. You got to just push. Okay. And I ain't talking about literally get up and push. I'm talking about praying until something happens. Right. Because you got to have prayer, mm-hmm. Jesus in front of all of it. Everything that we do. He goes before us and makes the path straight. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're going to hit a bump or two or ten, but you got to get back on it and keep right on going. Move with the flow. He got mm-hmm. you. Look, I'm at, what, 11 years, and hey, sissy, just coming out. Mm-hmm. And I've had this for 11 years. Imagine having to get up every single day with a vision and you working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That ain't what, you know, I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So keep doing what you're doing because it will eventually pay off. Now, right. yeah. well, we thank you, Christy, for coming. I thank y'all yeah. for having me tonight. Yes. I thank y'all for having me. We hope that she gave all of y'all some good advice on um, domestic violence. I know she gave me some, right? Um, more than enough. I'm overwhelmed and emotional at the same time. Um, again, thank you for coming. Thank y'all for having right. me. Mm-hmm. And good night. Until good next night. time, y'all. Good night. Good night. Good night.